Uh, does anyone else want to start the intro since it's a little bit more loosey-goosey? Not so much D&D. Hmm. I feel like I've stolen the intro before. I feel like, you, you I feel like I've stolen the intro, too. I don't too. think Chase has ever stolen uh, the intro. Ch- Chase, you want to steal that intro? Take it right yeah, away. I got this one. I think right, make... we'll, we'll, we'll try this, and if it sucks, then let me know, and we'll try a new one. I'm a little drunk, so I'm very confident. Uh, mm-hmm. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Folk and Fantasy. You asked for it. Actually, you didn't, but we still got it. It's the Oops All Intro episode of Folk and Fantasy. You will not hear us use any of our fun voices, probably, but let's be honest, um, we can't help ourselves sometimes. Poorly. And, uh, it's just it's just us. Poorly. It's just us. It's, it's just it is us just today. Us. Except, you know, it's Oops, weird. Peter's intro. not here. Uh, so. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh. Oh my god. Instead of Peter, we have guy? Peter's twin brother, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, oh, it is I, the evil twin brother, Peter. It's not Peter the DM, it's just it's just Peter. Rocks fall, everyone dies. No, <laughs> no. damn it, evil Peter. <laughs> Podcast is over. <laughs> ah, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of my seat. So how do we get out of my seat? <laughs> <laughs> You just stood by as he took over your recording equipment? (laughs) (laughs) I had to piss. (laughs) I had a perfect opportunity. (laughs) So guys, how do we do this? I don't know. I think we need to start by introducing ourselves. Okay. Alright, who's that? Who's Who's in charge? That's usually Peter's in charge. Hold on. Chase took over the intro, but I I feel like Peter, usually at this point when me and Shelby do it, takes the reins back over. All right. It feels weird being introduced by not Chase. Peter. Chase, you're drunk. You can't be driving this anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, I am your host, your DM. I am Pete. Over there, you've heard from him. That's a Chase. Woo. Just that's a woo. An well, that's a hold on. Yeah, that's all. That's all you got, Chase. This episode is nothing but intro, and you have your intro is woo. You said woo. Okay, okay, okay. You can't see it, but I'm yelling. I, I'm, like, super excited over here. There's a lot of hand motions going on. It was a tiny... Oh, my gosh, whoop, your hand motions are so just, loud. My hands are just everywhere. I'm very excited physically, mm. which is not good for the podcast medium. But, uh, hey, what can you do? Meanwhile, I prepared the greatest intro of all time. <laughs> well, then you better lay it on us, Shelby. Was that the intro, Peter? That was that was my that, that was me introducing Shelby. Yeah, do it do it again. Give us a clean take. All right, all right, one clean take. <clears throat> Over there we have Shelby. Hello. Did you know that in Saudi Arabia, camels have beauty contests? How do you choose a winner? They're all so beautiful. Uh, it's based on the camel's head, neck, humps, dress, and posture. I read about it today. If <laughs> you're wondering why I know all this, uh, but. Guys, there's been a scandal <gasps> in the uh, camel beauty competition ring. Apparently, illegal someone... neck lengthening. I mean, it kind of. Oh, over forty camels have been found to have been injected with Botox to give them little <gasps> facelifts to make them more beautiful for this beauty competition. They sexified the camels pre-competition. That is not fair. They made the camels more sexy. Damn it! They have they have sullied the the solemn name of sexy camel contests everywhere. Yeah, they uh they figured it out because they noticed that two of them looked exactly like Megan Fox. <laughs> <laughs> 
and they said something's not right there. I think it was a moment where where they're like, <laughs> "Hang on, these camels all look all look great, but this one, this one's got this like sheer grin on their face. Do you think? Do you think they put Botox in its face? I've got this weird grin, and it just won't stop grinning. <laughs> like I could see all of the teeth. Some guys are like, not pretty. <laughs> guys, these these camels look. They're too beautiful. Something's either wrong with them or something's wrong with me, guys. I just this is wild to me. I know it's from a different culture, but in Saudi Arabia they have a camel festival where they they have these camel beauty contests and there's sixty six million dollars in prize money that can be won. Holy Dang. shit. I hey. would Botox my camel too, if we're being honest. <laughs> Honestly, I gotta get on that camel game. Yeah, what the hell? I think you gotta Shelby also I you, think Shelby just understood. Oh, oh no! Sorry, go this ahead. is this is really ruining me with my plan to not really edit this and just sync them up and send it out. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> no, no, it was my fault as much as yours. It's just the delay of the internets. Uh, yeah. I think Shelby is learning about child beauty pageants. I think she's starting to get why people get into them. It's because there's a whole lot of money. I don't know if there's okay, okay. I wouldn't Botox my child, my camel. That's different. It's different, uh, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> you would, you definitely Botox your camel. I don't know. I love my camel as if it was my child. So to me, it's not different. Uh, I'm gonna be real with you, Shelby. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't Botox your child. Probably, probably the people who would be putting their children in beauty pageants would be the same people to Botox their child. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Hey, we got one more intro to do, and that is for Aaron. Hey, uh, I just discovered that a movie I worked on is going to be in theaters December 16th. Oh, fuck! We, we just, uh, I, it's apparently been in the works for a while, but they changed the name on me, so I was, kept looking up this old name and being like, man, I guess they're not releasing it, but they just changed the name. Uh, so, December 16th, for all of you that couldn't get tickets to Spider-Man, what if instead <laughs> you went and saw Christmas is Cancelled, a movie that I cannot guarantee you'll like, but... <laughs> but Aaron got paid for it! But I got paid. I was the sound effects editor on it. Oh, that's upset. I looked it up, but they don't even have a picture for it yet. Oh, yeah, wait, they do. no, that's it's for the 2015. The... Oh, that one probably never happened. 2021 no okay, it's on imdb i looked it up the other day no i just found it yeah it gave me the wrong apparently there was another christmas is canceled it gave me the right one now did you guys know you, that there's are an you ult- on the imdb page for it oh probably not but that doesn't actually mean anything you could add yourself i think that's how imdb works i could but i think you also have to pay for a page yeah i think you do and that's stupid it's it's weird to me that in an alternate universe our podcast is big enough that we could sabotage Spider-Man No Way Home by saying, hey, everyone, go see this problematic Christmas movie instead. I don't think any podcast is big enough to sabotage Disney Marvel. No, but I think it could affect it. And that that's hilarious. You know, just give it a little tickle. A little tickle. (laughs) Hey, um, before we get into the questions that um one wonderful uh listener has decided to provide for us well, we, no, oh, we, we got more questions oh we got we got multiple questions yeah 
Oh yeah, Pete. Pete was letting the cat out. When we, oh when yeah, said we've that. got some questions from some other people that have sent them. Oh, to hell, I'm bad. Edit Aaron. Edit this out. <laughs> I know. No, they, I know my plan. No. <laughs> um, but there. But we gotta have one crazy, crazy intro thing. And this is something that you, Shelby, have been sitting on for weeks now. It has something to do with a childhood movie of ours and one particular character. What? Apparently Kronk is Jewish? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kronk is Jewish, everybody. Disney was like, we don't have any Jewish characters. You know what, though? Kronk, he's Jewish. And they've been putting things like... On their Facebook page, Disney has been like how to make Kronk's dreidel for Hanukkah. Which... It's like, when did that happen? Also, what part of the world are they supposed to be in? And so I've given this a lot of thought, honestly. After you... you told me what you said, I had a lot of thinking to do. <laughs> I sat down and thought about it. Uh huh. And personally, I believe that Emperor's New Groove takes place in South America. Yes. Yeah. Uh, based on the architecture and the clothing design, but most notably the fact that llamas are native to South America. Okay. My, my crazy brain, which, which makes strange, crazy connections <laughs> very quickly, and I just generally tend to walk through the process. If I have ADHD, I would, be, would not be shocked at all. But... I don't anything. know about about uh, the religion, but in the Book of Mormon, in the song I Believe, there's a moment where he sings about how he believes that ancient Jews sailed from, uh, sailed to America. <sighs> what? So you, you believe Disney saying Krunk is Jewish is proof that Mormonism is, is the correct Only, religion? I mean, it's it, it would then be canon in the Emperor's New Groove uh, lore that Mormonism is the one true religion. Ah, so you're um, saying and, and Disney by, is Mormon. I was going to say, I by, didn't say by that further, Disney was uh, Mormon. I mean, hey, if it, well, at the very least, they in their canon, Mormonism was, was right on that one part at least. Yeah. So, guys, canon. <laughs> I, I'm loving Peter's theories here. I found the post about Kronk's dreidel. Oh, no. <laughs> Um, so it says what you'll need. It, it's, um, here's what it says. Learn how to make your very own Kronk inspired dreidel. And then it says what you'll need. And the very first thing is an unfinished wooden dreidel. And then you just like paint it. So they, I and mean, then someone commented, like, do you think Jewish you families... You make a dreidel. First thing just, you need is a dreidel. <laughs> they said, do you think Jewish families just keep a bunch of unfinished wooden dreidels around their houses? <laughs> like, just in case? I, I would like to, to clarify something. I think it's cool that Disney is deciding, hey, we should have a bigger uh, representation of oh, Jewish no, characters that, in our yeah. movies. It just feels like a weird pick to say, hey, this one from South America, that guy's Jewish. And, like, it's never mentioned. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen, like, Kronk's New Groove, but in Emperor's New Groove, it's never like, and here's my... Uh, oh, that Menor? was... Or, or, uh, uh, uh... What's the little hat they wear? Oh, my God. We look I like Yamaka? Fools. Yamaka. He never yamaka. says, here's my yamaka, and I'm going to celebrate He is always Hanukkah. wearing that little hat, though. 
it might be true. underneath the little hat. That's true. Is that supposed to be a yarmulke? No, it's, it's got a little spike on it. Why are we justifying Disney's weird decision? I right would now? love for Disney <laughs> to randomly assign religions to all characters so that we have all religions represented in the Disney world because oh, that would be fun. That would be Lilo cool. is totally and, into Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, with the uh, advent of aliens, you know, she might be able to prove it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, fair. fuck. <laughs> it totally makes sense that Lilo's into feels, Scientology. <laughs> it feels pretty canon at this point. So when do I get to meet Xenu? Or at the very least, Tom Cruise. Who's what? stubby monkey in our chat? Is that Chase? That would be me. <laughs> what is this picture? Is that from a a movie? I or think did that's... someone just make that? I wonder if it's either from the movie or a TV show, because there's a few pictures of them together having a wedding and like falling in love and stuff. Oh, maybe so I it think is that's in the canon. show then. So well, listeners, I feel dumb. There's there's a picture of of Kronk, a couple pictures of Kronk getting married to a woman, and it looks like a Jewish wedding. Because they're on chair. They're doing the, the horror? Is that what that's called? Watch your mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? This, as we're calling out Disney's weird decisions, we're also revealing how little we know about the Jewish faith and their <laughs> traditions. <laughs> I'm apparently gosh. a little bit Jewish. My grandparents did a DNA test. And it turns out I'm a little bit Jewish. But I don't know anything about the religion. I'm just like... From there. I guess. Sorry, that was weird. <laughs> okay, let's do some questions. Sorry Quest about the away. crunk. Um, sidebar there. Is there is there anything no, else no, we want to... Uh, hold on, are there any other sidebars we want to go on? We can continue on sidebars in the middle of questions if we wanted. Okay, I yeah. uh, similar to Peter, I remember something that uh, we've been sitting on for weeks and weeks. So uh, we'll do some questions and then I'll get to this. So... We have some overlapping questions. A lot of people want to know um, what our inspiration was for our characters. Good one. So I nominate Chase to go first. Oh, okay. My uh, Honestly, my original plan for Chan was um, I was just trying to come up with a character that I thought would be fun to play. Um, I wasn't even heavily thinking about the role-playing side of things yet. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, oh, Artificer would be fun. And what kind of race do i want to be and and then when i saw the lizard man's um ability to be able to like craft bones and stuff into things i was like whoa wait a minute that would be fun to like fuse those together and be an artificer who builds things with bones um so i think that was my original inspiration behind that um he's definitely not the same character that he started out as <laughs> um, I, I think I think I had something darker planned, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're too goofy for that. We're too um, goofy. So it definitely, yeah, it definitely became more of a lighthearted. And eh, now I have a fucking owl and octopus. It it became much more much more fun. You um, said we weren't gonna do voices. Yeah, I, I told. Uh, I also said that I would How long definitely did we last? Ten voices. minutes. Ten minutes before Chase made <laughs> yeah, himself alive. Uh, Seventeen. I got, I got about almost 18. eighteen on my end. So almost yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. Okay. Good that's, job, that's Chase. About as long as I can go in real life without doing the voice too. Um, it's, it's also worth noting we have no idea how long this episode's going to be right now. We're just going to go until we're bored. <laughs> um, side note too: the voice for Chan is literally just a Khajiit from Skyrim. 
I was like, oh, <laughs> what voice do I use? I like those guys. That's a fun voice. And then I went with it. Well, I guess it's I guess it's Khajiit from Skyrim plus Argonian from Skyrim, which makes sense because they're lizard men too. Yeah. Uh, Shelby, do you, what's, what was your inspiration? Well, this kind of answers some other questions too, but I have never done a full D&D campaign before. I did a few one-shots, but never a full D&D campaign, and I thought Cleric would be fun to start out as because you can do melee things as well as magic things, but I ended up just kind of doing magic anyway. Um, and, you know, she... Uh, she sort of has a dark backstory, too, and she wasn't going to be, like, a dark person, but I wasn't planning on Storm being bad at being a cleric. It just kind of happened, and I was like, all right, this is the direction we're going. And as far as her personality, it's kind of like, it's just me turned up to 10, so, like, I don't filter my thoughts. So it's Storm is Shelby if Shelby did not filter herself at all, which is probably bad but she's also very loving which i think i'm pretty loving you are <laughs> oh absolutely i uh i like that storm's not naturally a good cleric and that we get to watch her make conscious decisions about shit i shouldn't have done this i need to do this better bless you i love that i think it's very unique thank you mm-hmm. i think it's a really compelling character to have it like that i love it yeah honestly I love all the characters, but you guys, <laughs> you guys make the better ones. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think it's on somebody's, oh yeah, uh, Len, uh, our friend from the Netherlands, I'm calling her Netherland. Uh, Netherland. <laughs> what NPC do you love to play or interact with? I read that question and I was like, there's so many, uh, Wait, no, you can't answer I know, that I can't question skip around. yet. You have to. Uh, We'll do that one next. Um, uh, Twiggly's inspiration, I really love uh, in comedy, like a whole lot of confidence without anything to back it up. <laughs> and I also really love uh, just that like playful innocence. Um, so Twiggly started as just, I love this idea of somebody wanting to see the world and just knowing nothing about it. Uh, and that... But me as a person is I'm so sarcastic and uh, I got the complaint that I'm pretty cynical recently and that has kind of bled into Twiggly in a weird way where uh, that I love because now it's like the more he discovers of the world, the more he's over it. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty accurate though. Yeah. it's, it's, It's that idea of like, uh, 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 what's that quote of like the more I learn about uh, the more I love the individual the more I hate humanity as a whole it's something mm. like that it's, that's proving true for Twiggly is just like god damn it we're going over here now and these freaking old people I'm, and it's just uh, but he like would, uh, loves his family loves uh, Storm and Sean uh, and I, I uh, have had a lot of fun with this little guy um, Pete, do you have any fun NPC inspirations you'd like to share? I mean, honestly, some of the major NPCs are legitimately just characters uh, that I have wanted to play in D&D, but have <laughs> never gotten the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. B-Guy specifically, you really wanted to... <laughs> 
Well, honest to God, B guy was supposed to, like okay, uh, peek behind the DM screen. The initial thought behind that was you guys were going to go like the bees were going to convince you. Okay, we'll trade you some honey if you kill this guy who's been killing bees. And we did something different. And now he's our friend. You guys did something so radically different. It was just like <laughs> I can't lose this character. I love him too much. Chase friend so is I had a very him run loose up and go, I hate bees. <laughs> and you know, like you know, I can plan only so much as a DM. It's far more interesting to see what you guys do. It's far more interesting as a DM to see, okay, where does the story take us? And, and you're really um, good at that. Side question for that one, Pete. Um, do you feel like, are there any places that we've severely derailed your plans? I mean, I feel like adding a, a staple character is a pretty, is a pretty big... Um, a <laughs> pretty big derailment. Are there any other big ones you can think of? Like, hold on, hold on, real quick before you get into that, I am going to credit that question to Len because uh, they asked, "Did they ever fuck up your story?" Uh, they- Jordan also <laughs> asked that. Jordan said, uh, "How many times have you guys completely derailed Pete and had to make him change the story on the fly?" So, multiple people okay. asked that. Quick, quick note about that. Um, for the listeners, we don't know. Aaron Shelby and I have no idea. Pete, Pete is super good at just rolling with it. He's so good. Um, and that's not even like an editing thing where like in the background, he's like, oh, guys, you really screwed up my story there. No, stop it. we have no idea. He usually doesn't even let us know. So this is, I'm interested in this question too. So this is a pro DM move for all of you guys out there who are thinking about DMing or stuff like that. I straight up hardly ever plan past <laughs> the next session. Like I've set up the, I basically set up this game in a way. Okay. Here is the major goal. This is the goal, you know, get these pieces and defeat the bad guy. You know, woohoo. We've, you've done it now. How they get there. That's what that's what makes things interesting. I, you know, and I'm more of the kind of person to want to see how that develops rather than saying, no, you go here, you know, because, again, D&D is a it's a storytelling game where all of us are telling the story. Yeah, sure. Some other character, uh, some other players in this game are the major characters. They're the main characters. They're the ones that we have our focus on, but straight up, you know, I hardly plan past the next session because I don't know what exactly is going to be happening. Sure. There may be times where I have this huge dungeon and okay. So we have to cut the middle of, we have to cut the middle of the session. And so it's like, great. I have, you know, I have a whole, dungeon that is unfinished we can just jump back into that one as soon as we get back but again i hardly ever plan past the next session you know so that's (laughs) that is that is me so pro dm strat that's right folks we keep him on his toes (laughs) so so we haven't fucked up the story too much because there hasn't been a plan for the story to fuck up (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's it's more like it's 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 more like what's the I don't know how to even say this but 
we don't know what's going to happen next in the story. Mm-hmm. So how do we know that we fuck it up? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. It's similar to that, what you were saying about, like, we're creating a, a story together and not planning too much. Uh, I've been really appreciative, and I'm sure you've gotten some comments about how we're loose with the rules. But I'm like, it's a game about creativity. If something's fucking cool and funny, and Peter's going to let us do it, just let him let us do it. Yeah. That, you know, that's a, that's another thing. I I know that a lot of people are like... You know, D&D is, in general, pretty restrictive with the rules, but... Which is wild to me. It, it's... First off, it 5e be. is very wild to me uh, for that one. I would argue, like, I've done a little bit of pe- poking around at some of the other editions, uh, and definitely 5e is easily the most loose with the rules. Mm. Um, I feel like there's a difference between people that want to play D&D... And for a storytelling game rather than like, I don't know, almost like a Pokemon game where we're yes. going to level up and get super strong and beat the bad guy. Whereas yes. we just kind of want to have fun and well, eventually we'll get the bad guy, but we're going to have fun along but, the way. But, you know, Pokemon is, you know, that Pokemon style that you mentioned is also fun to other people. You just oh, got to yeah. find the group that uh, that works with a, a big important thing uh, for a DM is to let people know what to expect from you as a DM. But that's what's so cool about D&D is like you can play it however your group wants to play it. Exactly. Mm. Well and specifically for our podcast I think that was something I forget if we specifically talked about it before we started but um like, I haven't had that much experience with D&D personally. I've played, like, half of a campaign before. But I think we all were in this because we knew that we could improv off of each other and that it'd be fun and silly. Um, so I think the, the storytelling element and the, and the funny improv element of it was the most important part to us, you know, mm-hmm. from the start. That kind of leads to another question from... Who was it from? Was it from Jordan? Yes, uh, Jordan asked... At what point did you guys decide that Folk and Fantasy was going to be a comedy podcast instead of a regular Let's Play? Which I haven't listened to. Well, okay. The other Let's Plays I have listened to are funny, but they do have more serious parts than we do, I guess. Well, we've had our serious parts. Oh, for yeah. sure. I, I feel like it was kind of... I, I I thought it was like kind of a, an idea from the beginning that was supposed to be funny. I know at the beginning of the podcast... um. I think we were a little bit rough because we were still trying to get into the groove of things, how to work with each other, mm-hmm. and in the context of the podcast. We, so we should have had a little... session zero just for us. <laughs> we should have we should have had five session zeros just to kind of get the groove going. Um, but I think I think pretty quickly we we kind of all felt that like oh yeah let's get let's get silly with this. Here's our groove. I I would argue that the moment that we really decided that. You know what? This is we're gonna focus in on the funny, and we just needed to get out of the uh, the garbage of you know uh, of being super serious. Was calling the f- calling the small kobold wizard fat. <laughs> that one, like <laughs> episode two, 
Also, also Storm it suddenly having sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- it's that was the a- sunglasses moment for me that I was that it was really like, all right, here's where we're going. This is the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> the the fat wizard bit was the first time it felt like we were uh uh really all on the same wavelength. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. Oh, man. But it was because of the sunglasses that we all went, oh, fuck yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Let's get it. Well, <laughs> another thing about it is that uh, tabletop role-playing games just in general are a funny game. There, There's, there's moments where hilarity happens, <clears throat> mostly due to the fact that the dice rolls uh sometimes end up failing okay so how does your character play off failing a lot of people don't like to fail but for me whenever i get the chance to play as a pc sometimes failure leads to the moments where i laugh the hardest yeah Yeah. (laughs) uh uh nail brush flipping around with the plate of spaghetti in his hands (laughs) (laughs) God, we're funny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Should, should we should we play some D anD D? Do you guys want to play D anD D with me? No, like right now. Should, like, should we get into the show? Oh yeah, let's get into the episode. Yeah, oh, get into no, the episode. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. Before Shit. we do that, uh, I did want to ask uh, Lens, uh, what NPC do you love to play or interact with? Ooh, ooh, yeah. My favorite is Keglin. I also love Keglin. I do love Keglin. Okay, Peter's voice for Keglin, <laughs> it brings me life. It's like a Muppet on crack, and I just love it. And the fact that she just wants to blow everything up makes me so happy. I'm ki- I, I like to play with fire in real life, okay, guys? It's not good. But Keglin is like sort of my spirit animal. It's incredible. I also love Keglin. All my favorite... Uh, it's weird because all my favorite NPCs are the ones that I know are going to be terrible for the audio and the editing for me. <laughs> if I if I hear Gooey Man coming, I know I'm going to have a headache. <laughs> oh man! Even, th- even though man. I fucking love Gooey Man, <laughs> I I love that voice though too. It, you do it I, very well. Oh, you honestly do. Yeah, I love any character that I'm not sure if it's Storm or if it's Shelby. But one of those two gets frustrated at because there's a few characters that she just hates the voice of. And again, I'm not. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying to think back. What was the princess's name from forever ago? Elena. Uh, Elena. Uh, yes, Elena. Princess Elena. And I'm not sure if it's Shelby or Storm that hates her voice. But anytime she comes You'll up and Shelby know. just goes, Ugh. <laughs> it's my it's my absolute favorite. It's, uh, it's my. It's, it's my pale imitation of a uh, lumpy space princess. Uh, right. I think <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pete, I don't know if you get enough credit on our show for uh, how good of a voice actor you are. You're really good. Because uh, I was just thinking some of my favorite characters, Keglin and Von Polly, uh, I love them so much because I forget that you're them. Yeah, Von Polly feels completely like his own person. I hear some Peter mm-hmm. and B guy sometimes, but I think I think Fois McGraw sure. too. Like whenever he comes up, I'm immediately like, "Ah, oh, Fois, he's here." I think, I think that is that is yeah. something to say for Peter as well. The fact that um, we don't always need an introduction for the characters. That yeah, they you can, can just start yeah. talking. Yeah, I think I think that's that speaks to your uh, to your talent there. 
Everyone yeah. gave Peter a hug. Maybe, maybe I need to get a better microphone because currently best I got is Audacity, uh, USB microphone, a pretty okay <laughs> Joker impression in a dream. So. <laughs> is it at least a big dream, buddy? Well, dreams get bigger. That's the thing. That was weirdly that was, sweet. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> uh, was that a little sad or really sweet? I'm not sure. I'll while we're talking, while we're talking about NPCs, Melanie would like to know if we honestly like pickle or don't like pickle. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Uh, I personally, Shelby likes pickle. I think Storm <laughs> does not like pickle and gets well. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> See, that's a hard question because... I know my answer. Okay, how about you go and I'll think. Okay. Uh, legitimately, I fucking hated Pickle for the first, like, 20 episodes. And it was, <laughs> th- like, the, the moment that Twiggly goes off on Pickle about, like, why we hate him. Like, that was actually me letting out some shit. Uh, <laughs> so... Like, I did not like Pickle when we first started, but uh, P- Peter and Pickle took the, the words to heart, and, um, uh, like, I, I love Pickle now. I wish we had him back, uh, and I love the uh, character arc of Pickle. I think it's cool that we have mm-hmm. uh, uh, character arcs built in within our NPCs, uh, and we've yeah. had that with Pickle, uh, uh, a little bit with B-Guy, a little bit with uh alexandria and reggie's just stuck being our <laughs> our uh uh first mate but uh like i i like that the the npcs are their own people oh for yeah. sure i try Ooh, honey that's a that's a big npc character oh right? yeah oh yeah or, um that was what's good. her name with the with the boa snake i'm really bad Rare. with names guys Rare. 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 yeah she kind of had she kind of had a bit of a yeah. story arc with her sister um i personally Ugh, I go back and forth because I think I really want to like Pickle. I really, <laughs> really want to like Pickle because um, he's just grumpy and I and he's <laughs> I don't. There's something about him I really want to love. He's the old he, man that wants you to get off his lawn, right? Get off his sunning rock. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I just he, it's, but he, he is also so cold and stupid. He makes it so difficult to like him sometimes. <laughs> like he'll like we'll do something nice and he'll just be a dick about it. So and then I'm he like, jumps yeah, off no, the boat gonna... while we're fighting a bunch of fucking bullywugs. Right. We're gonna have to steal your brain now, you little bitch. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm so sorry, but you gotta learn your fucking lesson, you asshole. Um, I think Chan hates him, but that's not saying much because Chan hates a lot of people. Chan hates so. Aaron. <laughs> Um, len also asked us if there's an action from or a story choice we feel like we should take back um if we could we'd want to take it back and for me that is what we did to pickle because yeah like i was not expecting that and it's weird how like sad it made me that we just lobotomized our friend i think storm genuinely feels bad about it too Shelby is wrecked by it. Storm is just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have done that. That sucked. Shelby cries well, herself to sleep. I'll, I'll throw this out there. You guys were talking, we were talking earlier about did something, you know, screw up the story? 
I'll give you this little peek into the kimono. Uh, oh, God, put first. it away. Oh, God, no, oh, gosh. Wait, wait, wait. I wanted to say DM screen. Here's the DM screen. Uh, anyway, I'm fully closed underneath this kimono. Um, <laughs> but the whole red fish was supposed to be more of an endgame thing. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. I, I mean... Which is why the the witches straight up gave you some real fucked up things to do. Yeah, that was in order to get it. Again, um, Storm scrying to see uh, Twiggly's dad was like, "Well, okay." And then you were like, "Can I see anything else in this room?" Well, here we go. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, I do kind of regret rescuing my dad when i when we did because it kind of felt anticlimactic and i i like almost regret that i didn't leave him on the island and then go save him it just kind of uh, uh teleported him to the boat we could find that genie again and wish him back to the island Ooh, that that's something <laughs> darker than what we did the pickle if you think about it but it's something it really yeah no, um, I feel like the one thing I might regret, and I can't decide if I regret this entirely or not, is maybe trying to delve more into the story of Chan's brother. On one side, I thought, like, it wasn't really in Chan's character to go much deeper than that. But me personally, I'd like, I don't know, I wanted to, I wanted to be like, oh, let's, let's start this relationship with the brother back, knowing pretty early on that like uh, something's wrong with this guy and we're definitely going to have to kill him um, I felt like that would have been more I don't know better story wise so I wish I would have done that but also it just didn't feel right so I don't know no, I, loved, I wish I would have changed that I loved uh, how you handled that arc I, Thank you. I did too I wish I wouldn't have unlocked my changes with thaumaturgy in the first episode because I got so much shit for it. Actually, I guess Peter got it. Wait, wait, wait. You got got additional shit for that? I did. Beyond my older brother giving shit to me and then being like, yeah, my... No, uh, people have been like, you you fucked up the rules. I I won't say any names, but some of them are related to me. (laughs) I don't know if they're they're current listeners anymore, but... uh, yeah, they listened to that episode oh, oh. and said, hey, you messed up the rules. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I never played before. I didn't know. And I was too lazy to look up Thalmaturgy. <laughs> I did read it out of the book, and I was like, yeah, it unlocks things. Yeah. But I was wrong. It opens yeah. unlocked things. But hey, it made for an interesting story. True. Did it? I, I like... You know, I was gonna do a little bit more of like evil guy big monologue sort of deal, um, but we kicked ass. You instead. unlocking it where all of a sudden shit immediately goes down to me was far more interesting. Again, one of my fa- one of my I don't know who said this or if I'm the one to say this, but as a DM, anything you guys come up with is a million times better than anything that I can come up with. You're not giving yourself much credit. I mean, <laughs> it's far more interesting for me as a player, as a player, as a DM, as a player, to see what you guys do and how I have to react to it. Mm. It's far, and to me, you guys getting out of a situation, like, like it doesn't mess up my story. It makes me go, ooh, didn't think of that. Well, this is what happens next, and this is interesting to me. 
you know? Yeah. That's just that's just the kind of DM that I am. Something else I regret, uh, uh, story-wise, is when we were on Twiggly's home island, I really wish I had pushed the issue to introduce Felipe, the last giant seahorse. <laughs> I'm really... We're not done with that yet. <gasps> you heard it here first, folks. I know we've teased it so much now. If it's not, if if we somehow end up missing it, fans will have our heads. Do we want to do more questions, or do we want to uh, 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 riff a little bit more, like a you know an intro, or should we, guys, should we uh, play some D and D tonight? No, we play some D and D. Oh yeah, we should. Hey, play some can D&D. you guys excuse me for a second so that I can take a big old pee? Yes. Ah, uh, my plan. What did you want to riff about, Aaron? Well, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah, no, go well, ahead. Well, I'm talking about my plan to just sync up and go. Send it out into the world. I mean, you don't have to cut this out. Everyone will just know that Peter went to go pee. <laughs> that's right, listeners. You listening? Peter's taking a piss right now. I mean, I could. There is a question that's just for me that I could answer. But Peter will want to know. Okay, I won't talk till he gets back. <laughs> We're just, we'll just sit in silence. <laughs> Chase has a lizard. Uh, I do. And he's been eating um, squash today. Oh yeah! Ew, tell your lizard he has bad taste. Squash is gross. Aaron, it's icky. Uh, that's I why I'm feeding like it. it to him. <laughs> I like squash. I don't like the stuff either. No, squash is squash is ass. You're both stupid. Yeah. Stupid. So <laughs> this this was not in in debate. Up for debate. Uh, both. Up for debate. Down for debate. Doesn't matter. In debate. Uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, me and my roommate Ryan at one point I'm gonna pull up the text conversation because it's so stupid. Lisa back. <gasps> Peter's back. Welcome back. How did this get started? Oh, Ryan texted me a joke uh, while he was staring at me and then I didn't react and he was very offended by that and he said <laughs> I feel cheated and I said well step up. Meaning step up your game, and he said step up two the streets, and I said step up three the really long staircase, and he said step down. You're being accused of some heinous things, and it would be better for our image as a company if you just took a back seat until this whole thing blows over. Electric boogaloo, and I said step aside. Someone is in a rush, and you're standing in the middle of an, of the escalator, and he said stepmom just called and told me that they are taking me off the wheel, and I said stepsister gets all the attention and gets spoiled and rubs it in the, my face that she has a better relationship with my father than I do. I think my dad likes her better. I bet he wishes I wasn't here. I wish I wasn't here. Why did mom move to Nebraska? Did she do it so I can't bother her? My stepsister says that's why she did it, but what does that bitch know? The sequel. <laughs> what the sequel? <laughs> wow. And if anybody oh. listening uh, followed that, congratulations. After that, uh, <clears throat> we said, wow, that bit really is dead now, right? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you were supposed to be working while you were doing this. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, did you have something that you wanted to riff on, or I think it was that? No, or... no, it wasn't. A long, long time ago, like in the episode thirties and forties, we had this one week that we just kept getting really unlucky of. We would record an episode, get like 30 or 40 minutes in, and then we would lose it. Oh like my god. Irreparably. And the the one thing that I really missed was Peter had an intro at work. Peter, do you remember what it was? Because the no. soap. The soap. Yeah, the soap. 
I don't even know if Gosh. I remember this one. Pete was, I don't remember that. I don't remember the setup, but the the so Peter uh, came to us and was telling us that he had this really nice soap at work. There's two soaps at his work. Yes. Do you remember this I now, remember Peter? This now. Oh no, but I don't remember. There's two soaps at your work, and there's one that's really nice, and it has like. This was when you were making pallets, I think. Oh, yeah. gosh. Oh, now I now I know what you're talking right. about. Okay. Take it away. Let's recover it. All right. Um, so this is this is also an interactive uh, <laughs> uh, question. So uh, please, kind. on Twitter or on Facebook, tell me, uh, just, you know, tell me if you agree with me or if I am a total, uh, well, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, that wasn't the word that I was going to use, but okay, well, well, hang on. There's two options, so, uh, Get bear to with it, I'm me. so excited. <laughs> so, uh, I, I work as a delivery driver, and the area that I work at, um, I get really, like, disgustingly dirty. Like, dust flying everywhere. Like, I really should be wearing a, like... Uh, uh, like a respirator? 19, yeah, like a respirator, 1940s, Peter. like face mask, uh, making sure that I don't breathe in all the gosh dang garbage and dust. Um, but anyway, I get back to uh, the base and I am literally coated head to toe with dirt. So I go, so um, in the washroom, because, you know, before I leave, I like to wash my hands. There are two soaps. Uh, now, one of them is your basic, Ass. you know, basic, basic, basic bitch soap. <laughs> um, you know, anti antibacterial gets gets your hands clean, whatever. But then there is the good, good soap. This one has like little tiny pumice stones in it that will scrub your hands. Ooh. It gets mm -hmm. them clean like and it makes your, leaves your hands smelling like cherries. That's mm. the shit. Yeah. Mm. So, um, <laughs> like as that is that. the good shit, <laughs> that one runs out quite frequently. However, there are, uh, because of like the viscosity, of this soap <laughs> there are remnants in the sink so there will be times where I'll go and I want to get some of that good soap to get rid of all of the gunk but there'll be none left except for that good good still in the sink <laughs> Gross. so I was wondering if I just scrape that out of the sink <laughs> And Ugh. use that to scrape off the gunk. Ugh. And then afterwards, use the regular soap to clean any bacteria that was on the dirty soap. <laughs> Why is that like, so like, gross to me? It's soap. Like, it I is soap. I, I knew where this was headed, and I still like cringed when you said it. It is so <laughs> disgusting to me, Peter, that you would recycle soap immediately after I, somebody I, I, I used it. I haven't done this. I haven't done this. Mind you, I have not done this. Well, okay. But it is a... So he okay. says. <laughs> so I say. But it's like okay, the same idea as have, a bar don't of have proof, soap. but that's okay. Yeah, and I think that's um, fucking no gross too. Wait, what was that? It's like the it? same idea as a bar of soap. Like you 
you use it and then you put it back down and is it technically dirty now? Like, so I, that's a I very don't, good I mean, point. I don't like when like a, a public bathroom has a bar of soap. I think it's gross. I do. Oh no, one hundred percent. That is just like but, well, I'm leaving this bathroom but, with my hands but dirty. I will say it, it, it is different when some like here I am washing my hands. I grab too much soap. A big old glob goes onto the sink, and Peter walks in <laughs> and examines the sink. Gets down eye level with the grime and the dirt that's naturally in a sink, especially when everyone is as dirty as Peter has described. And he, with like one ginger finger, goes in and scoops up my fucking sloppy seconds of dawn hand soap and like rubs it gently in his hands. And he goes. Because that's how disgusting this is to me. Aaron is 100% painting me right now as a soap pervert, which which she may or may not be. Which which I may or may not be. Okay, first off, mind you, this is just a thought that ran through my head. This is a thought. Uh Like, is this a way to get out? And I. Here's the thing. I brought this up with one of my coworkers. His response: Hell yeah, I do that shit. <laughs> so I'm not the only one who whom this. That should make you feel worse about this- it. Hold on, because that would mean that would mean Shelby goes in, washes her hands, big glob of soap falls off. I go in, scoop that soap. Oh, big glob of that falls off. Peter comes in. He's now got third time used soap on his hands trying to get clean. And then he goes and touches other shit. But can soap get well, dirty? Well, then, but then you, you then you wash your hands with the regular soap to get rid of all the bacteria. Here's, here's my thing. If it's an antibacterial soap then really you should be fine, theoretically, aside from that yeah. you know, 0.1% that slips by. Um, but if it's just, That's if it's, 0.1% that gets you. If it's not antibacterial, you literally are rubbing your hands with other people's germs. Yeah. I, I, okay. I think... <laughs> yeah. I think it's kind of like using an old sponge like way after you should have just bought a new sponge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think there is a limited amount of uses that uh, soap is socially acceptable to be used, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say that's one <laughs> one per glob of soap. So it's like those All people right, that fair. don't so, wash their uh, their towels after they shower because they're like, I was clean, and then the towel progressively gets dirtier. Yeah. <laughs> you walk into the bathroom and it just smells of funk. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, that's anyway. exactly what you're doing. So everyone go on Twitter and tell Peter he's nasty for thinking about it. Tell Peter to wash his goddamn towels. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wash my towels. Shut up. Uh, should we play some D and D? No. Hey, there's a shadowy man in the corner, and he has coin, and he gestures for you. Um, hey guys, Len asked um, how it is to record with only men for me. And if I miss female input, the answer is yes, you all suck. That's, oh, how nice. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Mm-mm. No. I, will, I will say, like, I remembered how uh, happy you were after the episodes that we had Ellie on. Oh, mm-hmm. Ellie, I miss her. Peter, make Ellie's her character come back. It, and also Nate, and have them be Ellie. on at the same time. <gasps> Wait, who? Nate Talon and Ellie. That that's another uh uh Len question is uh 
Can Nate uh, come when back? does Nate Talon uh, Kabi have his comeback? Saying I truly <laughs> love the whole episode and chemistry. Uh, I love Nate Talon so much. I we love, know you want to um, marry him. I know. Uh, I love I love Ellie a lot. They're both great. Uh, I've loved all our guest stars, uh, but I do think uh, similar to to Chase, the two people that I've known and have been friends with, that I'm just like. I can't imagine anyone not getting along with this human being has been Chase Fisher and Nate Talon. <laughs> and also Shelby, my fiance. Of course, Shel- I was talking about my guy friends, because men suck. Have you met men? Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. I don't uh, know, maybe we'll, maybe we'll have them back, who knows? Um, Len, I 100% to- agree, though. The, uh, the Kabi episode was honestly Top one tier. of my favorites. Oh my god. It was so funny. Oh my gosh. Uh, Len, to actually answer your question, I, uh, these three men that I record with are my fiance, my future brother-in-law, and someone that I've known, God, I don't know how many years, but a very close friend. So (laughs) I very much enjoy hanging out with all of them. Sometimes they make dick jokes and I think, God, I wish there was another woman here. But most of the time I'm just... I'm happy because I, I genuinely love these three dudes. Yeah, Shell, you can oh. make vagina jokes. Pete brings up a good point no, here. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so the problem isn't dicks? <laughs> there was what? Oh, when Peter Peter's intro was whale cum and like, <laughs> why? It was funny. Oh, yeah. It was funny. I don't know. It was funny because it was horrifying, I, and we yeah. all gave him shit immediately for it. So I, <laughs> I said that it didn't have to be the intro. Len, I also live with three men, and all of my roommates in my life have been men, except I worked at Disney World. I did the college internship and lived with five girls, and I truly enjoyed them. I did not enjoy living with other women. <clears throat> There's just too many hormones and... Like, God, no, but it's true. Like, we all kind of synced up and everyone cried. And like, I don't know. That's just not my jam. (laughs) Is this horrible? With us instead. A person crying is, you know, like, oh, no. But five people crying all at the same time. I mean, there were six of us in total, but I generally didn't cry. Oh, because I'm heartless. (laughs) It's not true. It's not true. I hung uh, out with a girl the other day. Like, we had a little date, and it was so nice <laughs> to hang out with a lady. <laughs> but, okay, long story short, I truly love these guys, and I need to stop talking about myself. <laughs> Goodbye! Oh. <laughs> I need to stop talking about myself. Um, um, kind of side note off of that one, um, I had all three of these lovely people at my wedding, Um which shows like yeah these, we crashed these we weren't invited but <laughs> we'll talk about that later Chase yeah oh yeah that's no I that's that's intro for next episode yeah but um, <laughs> by the way Chase I'm very sorry for cutting into your wedding cake before you did <laughs> and then after he cut into it I smashed his face into it it just it wasn't very nice of us I'm real sorry no yeah no it's it's okay uh, we got some good pictures I started out of it, at least. spilling my jugs of milk that I brought. <laughs> <laughs> um but i have i've known these all of the all of these people for a very 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 long time 
Um, there's some really amazing people here. Um, yeah, and and I love that we've gotten to do this. It's um, yeah. it's cool. We get to talk to each other at least once a week, except for the weeks that we <laughs> can't. Except for the um, weeks where Chase is getting married. Uh, except I saw you, so it didn't, it's fine. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh. <laughs> but for like for <laughs> two years straight now almost, we've talked oh, man. almost every week. And I really like that. You guys are fantastic. I, it's, I like you guys. I love you guys. Uh, it's it's funny to be, we, we're starting to sound as if this episode was recorded like 10 months after the podcast ended and we're just reminiscing. It's starting to sound like <laughs> that like high school reunion show, you know? Oh, no. It's still going on. We still got story to tell. I, we we didn't just, record. We, we're not recording a D&D episode this week, so it's kind of like we're like, ah, oh, remember the good old days last week when <laughs> yeah. we record, recorded D&D? I wonder how we could fix that. Aaron, you got any ideas? Should we play some D&D? No, I hear Pathfinder 2E is pretty good. <laughs> wow, we've oh. been talking for an hour. That's how awesome <laughs> oh, man. you guys are. Maybe we should play D&D. Shut up. Uh, uh, hey, Pete. <laughs> yeah? Another question from my phone. Uh, from Len? Or from, from Jordan. From Jordan. Is this Peter's first ever campaign that he completely made up on his own? No. If you remember early on, we had um, we had uh, three guests. We had Bryce, Alex, and Logan. Those were three buddies of mine who I am not only not only had played a uh, different campaign with, but uh, am currently playing a completely different campaign that we're working on. Um, some things that you should also know kind of on and off for a while on the on my first campaign with those three individuals we also had ellie who we spoke about earlier and we also had uh, a gentleman named will who if you guys would recall wrote the james hackett music ah yes full circle yeah so um we played that one that one actually ended up taking about I want to say about two and a half years and uh, for me to for us to complete. We actually didn't get to level 20. We got to level 15. Wow. Um, when the end of the game happened. And yeah, that that whole that whole thing was wild. Um, yeah, uh, it start again. I don't plan past the next session and. You know, we went to some wild places. I mean, we I had no intention when I started the campaign and going to the Abyss, but we had a whole side story where we went into the Abyss, which was wild. It was awesome. <laughs> Characters died. Characters straight up died. Yeah, you can kill us um, if you want, Pete. Well, I mean, okay, don't, but Rocks like... Fall, everyone dies. Wait, no, you, can kill Storm. <laughs> you can kill Storm if you want, yeah. Chase! <laughs> yeah, I like Twiggly. Please don't kill Twiggly. This isn't the first one that um, I've DM'd, and uh, hopefully it's not the last. Oh, it won't be the last. You're stuck with us forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At least oh. me. I'm just going to follow you around asking you to DM my life. <laughs> hey, Pete. Uh, hey, Pete. Pete, 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 I want to order coffee. The cashier has asked for fifteen twenty-six. What do you do? <laughs> Approaching staircase. Roll dexterity check. Natural one. <laughs> Fuck, I guess I'm falling. <laughs> 
<laughs> I push her into the staircase. <laughs> uh. Our our good friend. Uh, first of all, thank you so much to uh, uh, Jordan and Melanie and our good friend Netherland, uh, who I have another question <laughs> from right here. I don't know how she feel about that. I don't okay. know either. Please, please, uh, uh, let me know if you hate it, and I will uh, formally apologize also, on a later episode. Len, I feel like I should say we don't know if you use she/her pronouns, so I'm sorry if we messed that up. Yeah, uh, you can let us know and we can fix that later. So let us know what we would like we to are. use your correct pronouns, please. <laughs> uh, uh, but they ask uh, that uh, the, we wouldn't have been able to do this episode without all these questions. Uh, we love each other. We love riffing, but it's nice for you guys to have provided some things to get our brains going. Uh, <laughs> but I do like this question, uh, dear Chase and Aaron. How is your voice after recording? You too, Peter, with all the different NPC voices. And I love this question because it's unbelievably rude to Shelby. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, my voice doesn't, isn't like a weird... I don't think it's rude. Okay. Weird. <laughs> when I first read it, I was like, wait, ask everyone except Shelby how their voices after recording. Because like, have you guys ever just talked for an hour and a half? It's wild. I, I don't really alter... I don't alter my voice as much as you guys do. I just kind of make it lower and weird but like you and chase actually you'll start coughing mid-sentence and be like hold on guys i just hurt myself <laughs> doing my character voice so i gotta start over uh you 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 feel that one first aaron uh surprisingly no uh uh the twiggly voices maybe it's because it's mostly in falsetto and it's just making it weird but i was uh uh pretty smart about when i was creating the character i was thinking about what i could do for hours on end and i knew that something like chancosa was not it for me uh so uh i i was kind of it was by design i knew that i could just slip into this voice at any time it'd be fine and it really has been i mean i know i i started lower when when the when the uh, podcast first started but uh I I haven't had that much issues uh, with my voice hurting after recording because I knew it would if I I, <laughs> I was very conscious of that when creating the character of Twiggly. That was that was a very uh, very good forethought you put into your character voice there, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, what did you do, Chase? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> um, so I had been. Yeah, like I said, I was trying to think of a character voice, and so I kind of threw some stuff together from things I'd seen before. And I really liked the voice. I thought it was unique. I thought it'd be really memorable when people heard it. Like, that's just, it's a unique voice. You don't really hear that often. Um, so I stuck with it. And I remember driving to work one day, and I just I was saying different things in different voices, trying to figure out what I wanted to do for the voice. I landed on that one. And Lord help me, I stuck with it. Um, <laughs> it's, um, you know what? The first, I'd say the first like 20 episodes or so. Yeah, I I, I got myself some hot tea with honey after every recording. Um, it was pretty Aww. painful. Um, but ever since then, I think my throat has developed plenty of scar tissue. So it's, 
<laughs> it's totally fine at this point. And when I when I jokingly said earlier that I don't go for more than like twenty minutes without using the voice, that's that's not a joke. I actually find myself slipping into that more often than I should. And Julia calls me out every time I do. Um, Incredible. I, I also yeah. do that specifically when I say thank you. Yeah. Oh, say, I say thank you in, in Twiggly's voice. Like, we constantly Let's do. Let's hear it. Thank you. Oh, um, that was good. That was very good. I will tell you, though, uh, the one that still gets me, Black's voice. Um, yeah. If it's just every once in a while in a recording, that's fine. The songs, holy <laughs> shit. Those songs, I'm I'm coming away from it like this, like or like I'll just have to take like coughing breaks. Um, but I loved doing those, so it was totally worth it. Um, and I don't regret anything. Um, but yeah, the songs with Black are uh, a little rough. So uh, on my end, um, with voices, I generally try not to be too terrible with my uh, with my voice for long periods of time. And that was, uh, I figured that out after doing the actual bee episode where we had a whole bunch of bees that all sounded like this. They were Scottish and they had little wine for pitch voices. Um, <laughs> doing that for a short bit, that's fine. That's no problem. Doing that for an hour and a half, good sweet lord. Next day, I was, my voice was just shot. Uh, so in general, I just try to take care of my uh, take care of my voices uh, and pick voices a little bit uh, carefully. I'll be honest with you, uh, like louder, gruff voices, like say Reginald and uh, uh, Cap uh, Captain Cacophonous, um, they're actually fairly easy for me to do. Because sometimes, sometimes as I'm as I'm like working and listening to some some of my own music, Tom Waits just comes on, and you just gotta sing that <sighs> that out loud like he does. No idea what that means. <laughs> uh, listen to some Tom Waits. Okay. you will understand. I, it's it's weird to me that the bees and the like high pitched ones are the ones that hurt your voice. I would have absolutely guessed like Keglin and Foie. Uh. Fwa, not so much. Keglin, you know, it's it's a crazier Marge Simpson. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I love that. Oh God. Yeah, uh, and and let's be real here. The the apparently currently the voice actress for Marge Simpson has done the voice for so long that her voice is like a completely shot. Oh, oh no. Like like a, I I don't I. I so we gotta kill Keglin soon. To, <laughs> yeah, no! well, um, I love Keglin. Well, she's been doing it for well over twenty years. Uh, yeah. When we get to nineteen Essentially years, of shouting Keglin. into a microphone for a half-hour show that has that has like hundreds of episodes, you know, that's gonna happen. Unfortunately. <laughs> so yeah. next story arc, we're bringing Keglin back just just for Pete's voice. I love Keglin. I do love Keglin too. I, I I think the idea of um, a character that you can hear coming because uh, <laughs> she has like multiple prosthetics is <laughs> is really dark and very funny. It's it's really dark, but at the same time, she has such a positivity about her. She like, does. <laughs> She's getting life, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, boys, we've been recording for over an hour. Uh, so I think we should wrap up our nothing but intro episode. Uh, I, Do you have any closing thoughts? Well, there was there was one more question that I thought it'd be uh, interesting to end on. I have like as a final question. Okay. Uh, Len Len asked when it when it all ends. Do you guys go on? Uh, same world or everything different? So I guess the question is: once we finish with the the arc with Hackett and uh Twiggly and Storm and Chan, uh, are we? rebooting are we doing something else in the same world new characters but where do we go after that i think in my head it's always been we're gonna have to see where we are all in our lives to see if we can continue Mm. doing this Mm -hmm. um i'm graduating from college after next semester finally so i'll have a more steady schedule aaron and i are getting married kids might be coming so like (laughs) That was not, I'm not pregnant. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Once what a we, wild way to learn. I would love to continue doing the podcast. We're going to have to check where we all are. And maybe we'll keep doing it and just adjust um, like the release schedule mm-hmm. so that we can mm-hmm. all have more regular lives because releasing once a week is a lot harder post uh, shelter in place order. Definitely. As for same world, I would check with. Uh, I, I was gonna check with the players here, but me personally, I had an idea for a future campaign, uh, which I have told uh, a couple of you guys the idea mm. of. Um, but I, I would check like because this is our game it's not my it's not my story it's our story it's not my game it's our game i would check with them to see where they want to where they would want to go with it well i think we also need to have a conversation of if we do after this is over if we do start a new arc does one of the players want to become the dm and then peter's a player could be and then and then when we don't do well then peter can take back over yeah (laughs) so i think i think we'll cross that bridge when we get to it i personally would Mm -hmm. want to do something completely new uh, Mm -hmm. a new world to play in but yeah i think it'd be fun to try something completely out there different world and everything so we can explore some different options some different Mm role-playing stuff um, but yeah, I, I agree. That, I think we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, more than that, <laughs> I I think uh, I love Twiggly. I would love I would love to fall in love with another character in the same way. Yeah. Mm. Uh, me personally, like uh, life is life is hard. Um, things are mm-hmm. unexpected. Things are changing. Um, but I've been uh, really blown away by the uh, small but mighty listeners and fan base we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd be happy doing this as long as people are listening even if it's uh uh not that <laughs> large of a group yeah i mean it it yeah. brings me a lot of joy and like i don't really talk about it but i have chronic depression and sometimes it's really hard for me to record but most nights when i when i record like i genuinely feel relief after like it clears my depression for a little bit and then listening to the episodes and like reliving that happiness so yes, we I, I I do it because our listeners are awesome, and I'm glad we have people listening. But it's also like 
it just makes me so happy. You're yeah. not allowed to make me cry. Shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you can't see this right now, Shelby, but I am hugging my TV screen, uh, hoping that it the hug transfers over. Oh God, to there's you. arms coming out of my computer. Those <laughs> <laughs> better have been they, your they're arms. They're here. Uh, can I end this with a uh, silly little bit of trivia? concerning the world that we currently are in and this is something that i've kind of been sitting on for a little while uh wait trivia about the real world or trivia about, about Tuturpiga. your about, about tuterpaga yes. oh okay. yes yes please i'm ready so the name tuterpaga where do you think uh what do you think was the inspiration behind it a turtle tortuga yeah oh it's yeah a tortoise you'd think no you'd think i did think I I, I I use the first two syllables for that, but the remainder of the syllables, it actually, it, like the whole thing stems, the whole name actually stems from me taking the abbreviation tabletop RPG <laughs> or TTRPG and then adding vowels and, and uh, letters to that. Fuck you. <laughs> You've been sitting like that, that all this time. Oh, yeah, longer than that. <sighs> wow. That, that's nice. Peter has put so much into this game. He adds like, all these little like Easter eggs. Goes right over our heads. <laughs> you should this. actually see what like there's so much, uh, so many of these jokes that I do in the hopes that someone actually gets them. Someone we out don't. there. And I think I think our listeners like, like have been too. That's the weird thing is sometimes it's like. Peter is playing. Peter is DMing for these guys listening, not these guys playing, because none of us know what he's talking about. Well, but then point, everyone is like, "Oh, that's so fucking funny!" And then when he explains it, I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Oh. At one point, I think it was. I think it was Bryce that was like, "Peter made this hilarious joke, and all of you just ignored it." It was uh, um, when I was a detective, and there was a copper dragon that was a cop, so he was a copper copper dragon. And so, and you had said that you had said like he's a cop and he's a copper dragon, and I was just like okay. And then Bryce was like, "That was so goddamn funny," and you guys just ignored it. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice. That's okay. But I like, your like Easter eggs. half of the jokes that I actually make are legitimately just for me, I guess. <laughs> uh, Pete, you're so fucking funny. I was telling you, uh, uh, doing the best ofs. You at one point said I've eaten so much fiber I could shit out a sweater, and that soundbite has played in my head several times since. Because I just like rediscovered it. It's so goddamn good. <sighs> okay. Oh man. We have been recording so long, and I've loved every second of it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hey, my 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 uh my uh mug of hot glug is empty, <laughs> and therefore <laughs> the glug mug. It's time to say goodbye. My glug mug. Hey, okay. should we play some D and D? Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, bye, I got everyone. my dice here. I mean, we'll talk yeah, to you yeah, later. This is Liam Neeson, and I kidnapped your daughter. And if you don't go follow Folk and Fantasy on Twitter right now, 
she's gonna explode! Also, you gotta like their Facebook page or she's gonna explode again! I, I've never seen that movie. Thanks for supporting us, guys. Have a great week. Bye.